Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. BJ's over there on his phone. I didn't know I was going first. Hi, I'm BJ. And we've got uh, a repeat guest. Hello, it's me, Matt, again. It's Matt. And then we've got another guest today. Say hello. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Tyler. He is hey. our unofficial sound guy for this episode. Yeah. As uh, we've kind of... We, it was a little bit of a, a disaster, an experience, a journey, and an adventure, and it ended well. It you know? it, yeah, it's ended It could have well. ended in... In, in the expensive equipment that Luke bought with, you know, my college, college fund. fund could have been broken. And then that would have been a really sad. No, we, uh, yeah. we only have happy endings around here. That's right. But it's a little bit of a, a, a cobweb of cords on our table, but we've got the big soundboard. We've got four, four microphones, four microphones at once. First for side quest. Look yeah. at you guys. You guys are getting, growing so big. So yeah, fast. Right. Growing boys. <laughs> a couple they of growing so boys. <laughs> I remember when they were just one one little <laughs> microphone we, using an Xbox head, headset <laughs> for mics. All right. Well, as we as we've been growing, uh, we we've got a couple things to talk about. We this is going to be a special one because we we all went to go see Dune last week, and uh, we all. It was an experience for sure, and uh, so good. It's so good. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Sorry, um, we're uh, we're gonna talk about Dune kind of for most of the podcast, but we're gonna get through some of the usual stuff, the news, the what we've been playing slash doing slash reading or whatever. But yeah, let's uh, start there. How's y'all's week been? Uh, what what have you been doing? What you been playing? Uh, Matt, start with you. Cool. Um, so playing um not much until like the past three days where i jump back into star wars battlefront 2 nice original oh the og Ooh, hell yeah that was the twist yeah that's some good shit yeah and i'm playing through uh because there's like single player there's like a bunch of different ones and there's like ones where you can just play through like the story of each one, mm. but then there's Galactic Conquest, it's the best shit, one. which is I forgot is the best shit ever. And if, for stuff. those who don't know, Galactic Conquest, like the other ones, it literally just played through like the story where you go like this is how in the movies each battle goes, and it just kind of follows along it as as the movies would. Um, but in Galactic Conquest, you have like different planets connected in a galaxy and each person takes turns going to a different map and you have to win pretty much you have to win every planet but you have to take turns and so i forgot all about it and i've been playing it and i loved it so that's what i've been playing for the past like three days is there any way to can you the servers are probably not up for those games anymore are they they're well, fan they're... servers on pc okay because oh, yeah. yeah. i was gonna not say xbox side. i was gonna say because i have that on my Xbox, and I was like, "Fuck, we could play." And I'm like, "Oh no, I don't think we can." Like, I mean, we could still online. Do well, yeah, know? we could do that. Absolutely. <clears throat> You've been doing much else, or has it kind of been the main thing? Doing that. Um, taking over the past couple days, I've been taking a break with Gundam. Um, but uh, you know, I, st- I still got. I've been buying more, getting more. Um, I've noticed the collection seems to have gotten bigger since I last. Mul- they are multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> they're having babies. What about you, BJ? What has your last week been? I wish I had been playing Galactic Conquest. I spent so many hours in that shit when I was a kid because they had it on the PSP version too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I would just take that thing everywhere and just play constantly. But um, 
I've been doing a lot more lame shit. Uh, I started watching this show called F is for Family. It's like a Bill Burr. That is a great show. Yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. And um, that's been eating up most of my time. Uh, I haven't really played much. Um, I started Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. That's been okay. And uh, I've been trying to like read through Dune. So I'll save that for our next conversation. But what about you, Tyler? What have you been up to? Well, uh, I actually haven't played... Speak closer a, uh, I actually haven't played a single video game <laughs> in the past week. Uh, not much. Too busy having sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I do other things like sex and sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Or it's sex. not my fault that the ladies need... My <laughs> wiener, okay. Yeah, yeah, if, well, if I would be playing video games all the time, but these women need satisfaction. <laughs> all right, you know, I, what a I would just a part of the job. <laughs> I I would be a nerd, but uh, too much fucking going around. Yeah, you know, just too much sex. Uh, I would love to watch Star Wars, but I just I need to go satisfy women. God, you you saw the Dune movie? I've been trying to get out of the house. <laughs> it's been. I bet it was cool. Nah. Uh, well, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I have to hang up now. <laughs> Bethany, <laughs> my Tuesday appointments are crazy. Sorry. I actually realized I just I just lied. Uh, I I did a little bit of co-op play with uh, Matt on, on Battlefront, uh, and that was dope. That was nostalgic. I remember, uh, you know, the Xbox original. Uh, I mean. I was a young kid when I had the Xbox original, but that was the bee's knees. You, you can you, <laughs> you can, can cuss. Can cuss. Can, okay. Yeah, we like can, say woo. we can say everything that isn't a slur. What's your favorite cuss word? <laughs> yeah, let's let's go there. What what you cuss words? Go. Are we ble- are we bleeping stuff out? I don't bleep. No. I let it go. Fuck yes. You should turn into Roy Kent over you here. You should bleep uh, him out though. Man, just when he says that. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like I don't bleep it. Oh yeah. Everything else that we let fly. I, if and no, I would edit him with like the funniest bleep though. It wouldn't be the normal like just beep. I'd like f- I'd find something. Air it's like, horn or something. Yeah. Dude, the metalocalypse uh, guitar thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like a like a <laughs> What the bear? <laughs> um Craig Ferguson on his late night show, whenever he would curse for each curse word, they had like a different. So like they'd show like a Portuguese fra- or like a Spanish flag, and then the voice would go, "Ay caramba!" <laughs> or uh, or then there would be one with like a French one, and he would be like, "Oh la la!" <laughs> Anytime he would cuss, it would and it would put a flag like a flag over his mouth, and then like a funny, "Ay caramba!" I feel I, I feel like late night shows are going downhill ever since Conan quit. I've kind of been like kind of sad. I'm not satisfied by Jimmy Fallon, uh, Kimmel, and especially not James Corden. Oh, no. <laughs> James, James Corden is like the like the every like he he's like Jimmy Fallon seems fake, but James Corden really seems kind of like dude. Do you have any personality at all? I <laughs> kind of look like James like Corden. Thanks, buddy. Person. No, I mean, and the, he gets he keeps getting put into everything. Like when they did the Friends reunion, they're like, "Yeah, you hosted, Corden." I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, you know who that who, was very random. I yeah, remember thinking that when I watched that. I was, I, I was my like, mom even said.
All right, guys. Tyler, were you back. ever bullied about your lazy eye? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what a way to jump back in. I'm sorry, yeah. No. You're mid-conversation. <clears throat> yeah. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we had a bit of an audio issue on my end. Uh, I guess my, my Mac is old, so I'm assuming that's where the problems come into play, but... Uh, we're back. We were talking about friends, but we should probably jump into... <laughs> I love you too, man. <laughs> I did the, the one from the, that '70s show. The uh, what's the the one guy who goes? <laughs> Fez, right? Fez, Fez, yeah, yeah, Fez. Yeah, Fez. Anything else you've been mainly doing? Like you watching new shows, read anything at all? You've been recording uh, your uh, some music. Yeah, I've been recording a lot of music. Uh, yeah, got a band called Grindstone. That's what's up. Uh, there's my little plug. We have no music anywhere. <laughs> We're not on any platform, uh, and we Dude, have the, no songs and no official members of the band. Um, that's the most underground band. Yeah, no, no, honestly, but we have that's what Instagram. makes us so like sought after. Yeah, it's it's like those those clubs that you hear about. No one can get in. I bet it, it's it's probably those things are all like a like a front. Like it's probably. actually not a real club, but everyone's trying to get in. They're like, hey man, they turned down like Beyonce. <laughs> This yeah. club is super exclusive. No, it's definitely a front, and I'm in. I'm in with it. <laughs> so um, your our band is just super exclusive. Yeah, super exclusive. If you want to listen uh, to we it. We actually have an Instagram, um, but we have zero posts, and we follow nobody. Well, it's private. Well, how, how, it really, how it works, if you want to hear the music, you don't look for the music, we find you. <laughs> we only want certain people. Listening. Send in your applications <laughs> now to this email. What's the email? Uh, you gotta figure lover, it out. One, two, three, eight, yeah, who what? 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 No, rewind. <laughs> what? <laughs> All three of us. Yeah, I want I want chicks to know that I'm into like you know doing the whole family thing. <laughs> Don't that's, think. that's why he's so occupied. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to run through the whole family tree before he can get down to his daily business. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Do you think you could? Uh, never mind. <laughs> Whatever it was, no. No, no, no. Whatever it was. Being like the only married one here, I was thinking like, do you think you could you could like be like have multiple wives? And I was like, no. I there's enough trouble with one, you know? Well, I feel like the people who have multiple wives, like if you if you're a wife willing to be in that situation, you probably already think of the whole like the man is the 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 main really guy. Yeah. yeah. So they're probably down for it. Cuz like would maybe. like it, like are, are I have you a really great gonna... wife. I, I I love my wife, but to try to figure out two another person in the dynamic sounds just miserable. Well, I think that's just kind of the the, the thing though, because like even like in like harems, right? Like in history, it's been like it's very clear the main power source is the guy, and all the girls like there is like the head girl, but it's because she was the first one. And then it's like the rest just kind of got, you know, dragged or in. Or maybe because she, she knows how to, like, do a Rubik's Cube really good. <laughs> In under two minutes. That's that's how you get that's that's how you get into Matt's harem. I'm so glad that this is what the podcast. is. Of course, for. this is what it's usually. Wow, some stupid shit. Um, I'm just sitting here dude. trying to figure out how we got here, and I have no clue. No, I have no clue. It, that's um, how it usually goes. I can, Stop do you want me to bring it back though? Well, I mean, I I have I have a good tie-in. I was gonna say I haven't gone mine mine though, oh, but you yeah, know, no, you you go. No, no I kind of want to hear no. your tie-in now. No, it's not very good. Okay, well, you said it was great. Uh, to, but I I want to hear what you were doing the week. It was a tie into Dune. Fair. Hear him, so. well, we st- we still got the 
couple news stories, but we'll exactly. get to Dune. That's Don't what worry. I was okay. I'll do it. it, it so my my week has been the pretty much the same as last week's. I've I've watched a lot of anime. I'm starting to read more more manga. Uh, as as of yesterday, I started reading Chainsaw Man. It's fucking weird. Joey, it's, uh, I love you for that saying that. Sounds pretty weird. Well, so sounds pretty awesome. Though. The the premise is this kid who is so like ass deep in debt um, has to kill demons for the yakuza, and then the yakuza kill him, and then he gets brought back to life from his little demon dog that has a chainsaw coming out of its head. And so then when he comes back to life, he's got a, a cord, like a, a pull cord on his chest. And when he yanks it, chainsaws come out of his arms and his head turns to this weird like chainsaw thing that comes out and he becomes Chainsaw Man and he kills demons. And then his whole, his sole purpose uh, for, for killing demons is because he, at least in the first few chapters, is he's doing it because he wants to feel titties. Like... No joke. His that's sole why, reason. That's why I do it. Well, yeah, but uh, like he literally was like he's he's in his because the whole it's actually kind of sad. Cause he's like he's super poor, never had anything. He's never had a good meal, never had a girlfriend, nothing. So he's like, I want to experience all these things. And then he gets the food. He gets a nice bed. And then next he goes, boobs. <laughs> wanna, I want to. I want like he literally is sitting there in like in the in the in with a bunch of demon dead demons around him, and he's like. I want to touch boobs. And that was the last page I read. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> but it's, wow. I'm reading it cause it's getting an anime. Uh, I think next year. So I'll, up. yeah, I'll be, I'll be watching that as it comes out. Cause I really, I, I, the manga is fucking weird. And so I'm very excited to see how they animate it and how, how they're able to translate that into like, you know, a TV show. But, uh, I've been doing that. I've played uh, a little bit more of Metroid Dread. It's very good uh, game of the year so far. Uh, I've been playing Demon, the Demon Slayer video game, which is also very good. And then I've been playing a bunch of games on Game Pass. Like uh, uh, I know BJ probably remembers that uh, hum- Humble Bumble list Humble of games. Yes. Yeah, that came to Game Pass. Into the Pits, fun. It's just Doom but with magic and a weird art style. And there's one called Son of like Flynn or something. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of this side-scrolling, platforming, like kind of action game. It's very fun too. But nice. that's about all I've been doing uh, this past week. And then, yeah, we we all uh, we all saw. I know we all saw Dune the week before, mm. and we'll get to that. But first, I have a couple news stories I do want to get through because I think they're definitely important enough to talk. This one's more, I guess, for me and BJ, but Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster uh, has has been uh, apparently leaked for 2023, which is arguably one of the best Final Fantasy games that has ever been released. I'm ready for them to fuck it up. Oh, yeah, of course, probably. But uh, hopefully that's good. It's a classic Final Fantasy game. People really love it, and it's the one where everybody goes, look, if you're going to play a Final Fantasy game that's not like the traditional, play this one. Yeah, for real. So if you were to recommend it to me. Do you like more strategy in your video games or are you more kind of action oriented? Uh, action oriented. Yeah, probably sure. not that one then. That's very much like kind of chess in the way it's like here's your archers, oh. your swordsmen, your magic users, things like that. Yeah. You kind of move them all around the, the board as it were. Oof. Yeah, well, see, I, I can play stuff like that, but I definitely got to be in the headspace for it. Yeah. Feel you like ever play it, uh, like Civilization growing up? Yeah, yeah. Or like Age of Empires. Age of Empire, yeah. Okay. Dude, that was... Yeah. That was a little, little bit of a news story. Age of Empires 4 just released. 
So yeah, we got the new Age of Empires just came out. I think this past week. So we we've got a new one of that. Yeah, you gonna play it? Probably at some point. It's PC only, so I know I know I can my like my laptop can run it because it's not too graphically intense. But yeah, it's the same thing with you. I have to be in the headspace to do strategy. Yeah, I'm I'm very much action like focused when it comes to games. Yeah, absolutely. Next one. Uh, this one is an official news story, not a rumor or anything else. Uh, Sega and Microsoft have formed a strategic alliance. Uh, so that was very interesting, considering all the rumors that have been going around about... What, what, what are they going to do? Like, uh, they become like a new world power? What do you mean a strategic alliance? I'm, I'm glad you asked, Matt. Uh, <laughs> according <are> against? <laughs> PlayStation Pro, I don't fucking know. Uh, according to an official announcement, Sega and Microsoft have agreed to form... A strategic alliance that explores ways for Sega to produce large-scale global games in a next-generation development environment built on Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. Uh, the alliance would form a key part of Sega's uh, mid-to-long-term strategy, allowing the business to move forward with Super Super Game, a new initiative uh, for, develop, for developing new and innovative titles. But the main focus is Azure, which is Microsoft's big cloud structure. Um, however, it's interesting that uh, Sarah Bond, head of Xbox Global Gaming Partnership and Development, is also involved. So it's not just like, oh, they're here, use cloud. It's like someone from Xbox is being directly involved with Sega now. Um, an update to this is Jez Corden says uh, that there's going to be more to this, um, meaning apparently Yakuza might just be a, a permanent Game Pass fixture where the next one, when it comes out, will launch on Game Pass or whatever RGG works on. Um, and this might mean more collabs, more partnerships, more IP sharing. So we might get some things like the what he brought up or that I've seen is like, hey, Jet Set Radio or any of those, that's like a dormant Sega IP that Xbox has had a hand in, might come back. Um, we might see things like Persona leaving PlayStation to be cross-platform with game pass on pc and things like that so who knows what this means like sega and microsoft can just say partnership and it can mean anything but uh i'm excited for it that i must say uh i i had a sega growing up that was that was like me and my older brother we played uh, genesis yes yeah, sega genesis genesis was classic in, the in shit. that like i remember playing terminator on it and and uh, you could get the controller that was an actual gun. Uh, and that was like, holy shit, this is so dope. Like, I mean, and also NBA Jam. That was... And had, then there's also Mortal Kombat well, and yeah, Golden yeah, Axe. The Power uh, Rangers fighting game. James Bond, dude. Fucking Sonic. Yeah. See, in Sonic, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's so much. I mean, it's endless. The Gen- Genesis, I think, it's it's sad to think that they're, that was their best console, like, in terms of popularity. Because yeah. after that, it literally was just downhill. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Whereas the Genesis was the thing that competed with Nintendo. Yeah, the 64. Yes. Yeah. They were head-to-head. So... But maybe not that. <laughs> they're, they're, I don't think they were competing that way, but who knows? But we don't know what happens behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so this this is a thing that I, I this is the big news story. Um, so we'll see what everybody has an opinion on this one. But GTA six is reportedly in development hell. Um and because of this, Red Dead Redemption Remaster was, is gonna be a thing. Wow. Development hell was actually the name of my band back in high school. <laughs> 
Also very exclusive. Never played a single also song. Also very exclusive. No songs, no things. Nah, man, we were just... We, we tried to play at the dances, but they, everyone hated us. So, apparently... <laughs> trying to like make it and it's being hard so yeah according to the article that I, I've read and a lot of the info I've gotten in yeah so they've restarted development multiple times um, and apparently they were uh, gonna announce the game in 2020 and we're like we can't like we have nothing and what we have is shit and so they start over, and they've done it multiple times since starting the project. Uh, and then apparently, uh, yeah, so they, apparently, again, this is all rumors, but considering the, the people leaking this are kind of well-known, uh, Rockstar has restarted its development right after Dan Hauser left the company, uh, which was, I think, 2020 or earlier. Um, originally planned to announce the game in 2020, but yeah, that's apparently the reason why uh, the GTA Trilogy remasters are coming out now and that we're getting a Red Dead Redemption remaster is because like, they can't get this shit running. So they're like, here, just throw that out. Like, don't don't pay attention to GTA 6. Here's the three GTA games you probably haven't played in years. Hey, here's that's Red why Dead. The, uh, they just put San Andreas out. is going to be on Game Pass. Yeah. Yes, okay. Only San Andreas, by the way. Yeah. The other two are not on Game Pass, which is weird, and I don't like it, but whatever. But uh, San Andreas, it was great though. Is, is I had that on the PSP. Do you? Uh, are you still able to do the same cheat codes and everything? Like from, maybe. From I don't know about the, the hot coffee days. mod. Probably not. But a lot yeah. of the cheat codes. Pro- I mean, yeah. if they if it's the same game, then I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Cheat codes is like if you're gonna have a GTA, you're gonna have. There's gonna be a cheat code. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know, dude. Uh, why not? I, I remember being like maybe maybe like. 11 years old and being at a buddy's house and we were playing San Andreas on his PlayStation 2. You ever have the, the Game Shark uh, cheat code catalogs? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Bro, yeah. I remember at the Scholastic Book Fair when I was there, they had like the little handbook of like, oh, portable cheat codes for DS, PSP. And I'm like, oh, give me. Hell yeah. So I had like, I had like, uh, cheat codes for game like I, I knew cheat codes for games I had I never owned but I was like oh, if I get that I know how to get unlimited lives because I would like read through the thing and like look at all the games like oh what does this cheat code do yeah I did too and I, I'd look at a game and I'd be like what this one this one gives you like this cheat code gives you a, 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 a triple barrel rocket launcher what this looks like a cool game and then you like actually get the game and say this kind of shit <laughs> but dude the Lego Star Wars codes that came in those oh, things yeah. That was like three pages of characters you could unlock. Just Wait, you just put yeah, you just put the the codes in, and boom, you have everything unlocked. All the all of the red brick you know codes unlocked. Yeah. All the secret characters that you'd have to like get like ten thousand stubs for or I, whatever. I used to print out walkthroughs to all, like the Zelda games. So like Wind Waker, I had, legit had like a binder with like a hundred and fifty pages. I printed so much stuff. My parents at one point, my dad, he got so angry because he'd be like. How's it? How's it out of ink already? It's been like three days. So, yeah. I think I still have stapled together game facts in my uh, Smash Brothers Melee and Brawl cases of just full 
how to unlock everything. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was that was always the Super Smash Bros. Brawl was the one where, and, and Melee where it's like, how do I unlock this character? What the fuck is, do I have to do? Then you start playing and then all of a sudden, boom, here's Dr. Mario. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, I got to beat him. And like, then you get him and things like that. And then in the new one, it was just like, I don't know, just play for like five minutes and then here's character comes out. Have fun. I'm like, I mean, that's cool, but like, it's not the fun out of it. Like trying to get Toon Link and Wolf and Brawl was a nightmare. You'll have to excuse me. I'm gonna take a phone call. Yeah, go go ahead. But uh, while Tyler jumps away, uh, we can start our Dune conversation. The, the Dune cast. The Dune cast. We've got. It's been about 25 minutes of the normal podcast. Cool. So I just want to give give a quick preface here. If you have not seen Dune. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go. Don't go, be an go, idiot. Or either either go watch it, go read it, or just if you if you plan on seeing it or experiencing it, don't don't listen to this podcast. We will spoil. We're gonna try to keep it spoiler free for a little bit, but I I will come in and let you know full well. Or, or just you know yeah if you want, yeah if you want to yeah. listen to it, hear the spoilers here. But if you don't, yeah. So yeah, I guess go ahead. This yeah, is if your you, chance. No spoilers, and that's and the, again it's for both because BJ has been reading the book. I have read the book. And so, not very far in the book, but I, still, yeah, book, I'm listening yeah. to it on audiobook right so, now. So yeah, if you don't want book spoilers as well, um, but we'll be doing that. And when whenever Tyler shows back up, he can give his opinion on it too. But uh, let's start with uh, just give the backstory. Last Tuesday, uh, Matt was like, "Yo, guys, Dune's coming out. Let's go see it." And we're like, "All right, cool." So we made a whole day of it. Cool, because it came out on Friday, and I was like, "Let's not go during the hustle and bustle. Let's go on our normal day of hangout." Tuesday. Yeah, so we, we went to Drake's, got some good food, hung out for a bit, and then went to go to the theater, got me some popcorn that you stole as you walked out of, my, out of the seat. Um, yeah, I took a, a nice piece. It was, you know, I bought it for everybody, I didn't, but I just kind of held on to it the whole night. Uh, but yeah. That's, that's as much as I wanted. We got to go see it in IMAX, we got the which good is, theater. Which is, so... Say it's the preferred way to, I would say, watch that's it. because they filmed it with IMAX yeah. cameras, so... It was how it was intended on being viewed, and I think it is. Those. It definitely was a thing where I'm glad we went to the theater instead of watching on HBO Max. Yeah, like, for sure. I that that movie is built for sound and visuals, and yeah, if you see it on just like a regular ass, like I mean, yeah, good TVs, but like. Well, see, I I, I like got the sweets around, so I would have been like stoked about the audio, but then streaming it at me having my horrible streaming speeds, it would have been like, oh, this is worthless. Same, same with mine, like, if, if I would have watched it at home, it would have been just like, well, my brother's doing something over there, so, like, it would have gone from, like, beautiful 4K to fucking, like, less than 1080, and I'm like, fuck. So, yeah, we got we got to see a good, a good screening of it, which I, on the record, I think IMAX is the best way to just experience movies. Like, any anytime I have the chance, I'm gonna buy an IMAX ticket. Because, like, unless it's, like, a really shit, like, comedy... But like if it's an action movie or like some, or like a war movie especially like I want to see Dunkirk in uh, IMAX which is awesome. So yeah, I think IMAX is the best way to go see movies. That yeah. reminds me, I actually did one more thing since oh. the last podcast. I went and saw the new My Hero movie in IMAX 4D, and that was insane. Really, very dark. Todoroki and Bakugo definitely killed some guys. Deku got framed for murder. What? It was a whole. It was a whole thing, but the screen and the the water splashing on my face and rocking around. Oh, they around did. Oh, yeah, because it was 4D. Oh, yeah, because it has like the little misters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like every time Deku gets his ass knocked into a rock, you feel that in your back and everything. So that was pretty cool. I've always wanted to go to a 4D like 
experience, but like at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to sit and experience a movie, not everything that's happening on the screen. Yeah, I was gonna say they they offer so many different things, and I always, I literally when we, I was buying the tickets for us all, I was like, there was like, there's the triple, there's like all these different theaters, and I was like, which one? Am I? I was, just, I had to look it up. I was like, felt like an old man. It's so confusing. Remember, like 3D movies were big for like five years shark boy and lava girl bro you can <laughs> you just go see a movie and if there's any shots of something coming at the screen you know they're like oh they built this for 3d they were they were banking on oh this could be one of the one of those movies you know the, the people are gonna look at this and it'd be oh cool look at it coming out of the screen and then that just became like an irrelevant yeah i never thing. remembered a 3d movie that i was like man this this movie like this is the way movies are meant to be seen <laughs> Like I also was like, I have to put 3D glasses over my glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's worse if you have glasses because you're awful. like, oh fuck. It's, it's, it I think it. I think wasn't it like because way back in the day it was the you had to hit the red and blue glasses, yeah. which was never the right way to watch it. I never saw any of those real D. 3D things where you had to get like the actual like glasses that apparently like were made for that shit instead of the red and blue like trick your eyes into th- whatever. That's what they do at theme parks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because a lot of them oh, are like, built like, like that. Universal and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But anyway, we didn't see Dune. Uh, and I'll we'll, we'll go around. Uh, I'll, we'll start with with uh, Matt. Matt, what did you think of Dune? What like how did you like everything? It changed me, and I I say that like funnily, funnily, but it did, man. It was it was the like I've been thinking about like where it is in the scale. I think, and it's definitely top five like best like favorite movies, favorite. And it was definitely the best movie going experience, hands down. Nothing compares to like the movie experience itself, the IMAX, and just like. That how like the speakers are loud and when like things would happen it would shake your seat and I would just it was awesome and I just loved it and a lot of people thought it was like too boring and drawn out and I thought man they gave like details to things that I loved and the art style of everything it was very very good and did you do you see the tweet that was like circulating someone going uh, here's my review of Dune there it is a humorless movie and like no the only joke was made by Jason Momoa and cherish that because the rest and like not every movie has to have a one-liner oh my gosh it was like yeah like it, were, or like it was just like a like a perfume uh, commercial for Z- like Zendaya <laughs> <laughs> which okay that's that is, that's fair funny. but yeah, it's fair. like this is part one and it's so and yeah if, you, if that's the only thing you could like took out of it it I mean, it was very, very good. It's a movie definitely made for, like, cinephiles. Like, who watch movies on the regular. Because, like, any reviewer who I know for a fact has, like, fucking loved, like, movies. And not not just, like, oh, yeah, it was a good movie. Like, who love it for the art form that it is. They're the ones loving this. General public people are indifferent. And then some people, it's just like, all right, yeah, you just didn't vibe with it. But, like, yeah, continue. Well, I, I, I love because like yeah loved it and um how they were especially seeing the uh, the first original dune movie from the, the 70s um and how they tried to pull things off and it just was so cheesy and awful and horrible and i it almost helped me because in my head i was like well that when they in the previous movie it was super lame so i saw I had, a clip of the uh the first fight where they had the shields the up shield, and it literally and just looked like, like, like minecraft, minecraft skins. yes yeah 
it's so awful. And so I, I, I the came way, in the way they did the voice in the original one too. Is, was so lame. really stupid. It was so stupid. It, it, I was came into it thinking like, I love sci-fi movies and this looks really cool. I'm really excited for it. I was just excited. But at the same time, I was like the, the in the last movie, the, how they did the voice was so stupid. How they, you know, and they just blew my mind. Cause I, I didn't have any sort of like, you know, pretenses to how they were going to do it. And they killed it. Um, visually and you know audio, uh, audio wise it, it was really good and I loved how I I always forget that like in the book I know that it's like the first part is a lot of it is also the mother's experience of like watching mm-hmm. her son like fulfill prophecies and stuff like that and like her kind of coming to the realization that he might be like the chosen one and stuff like that and I always forget that, like, yeah, like his uh, his dad dies like really quickly into it, yeah, <laughs> and like stuff like that. Yeah, when you when you read the book, so like this is definitely a more elongated version because, like, yeah, I forgot how because I was watching the movie going like, oh, yeah, Oscar Isaac's dead, and like I remember seeing the trailer going, damn, they we're really gonna have Oscar Isaac for like twenty five percent of this movie, and then when 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 we got there and it said Dune Part One, I went, I get it, and then yeah. So, but yeah, I remember I was like, he's going to die. And when the movie goes, I'm, I'm like, I forgot about the fact that I had read the book before. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, there's Oscar Isaac. Oh, and then Josh Brolin playing a badass like he usually does. Yeah. Um, But like they, yeah, I. It's a cool universe. It really is. And it, it's original. And, you know, us being geeks and nerds, it's, it, we've, you've seen a lot of stuff being redone and and lots of you know everything from anime to mainstream like sci-fi and you, you like feel like stuff's been done but how they did it was like really cool like everything from the concept of like most of their shields work with like fast moving objects and so like all just cool cool stuff or like the fact that in in their world like 10,000 years before the movie takes place there was like a war with AI where AI got out of control and they had to like destroy anything that had any sort of artificial intelligence even if it was like they had destroyed because like it became I mean it was pretty much like the matrix happened yeah (laughs) and then 10,000 years later they're like all right no we're just gonna give people this drug which makes them incredibly like cool and like that's what those in the movie when when they the guys like eyes go white and stuff like that it's they have these human like essentially they're just human computers Mm mm-hmm um, that are like as good or if not better than the minutes. Yes, and they're and so like, yeah, I thought it's just so cool and unique that they're like, yep, we're not doing computers, and because then first thing you go sci-fi, their computers must be pretty good, you know? Why are they using swords? And, and it's like, well, because computers try to kill everybody. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real. I love when like sci-fi. That's why I love Star Wars when they just go, yeah, we've got guns, but fuck you, here's a sword. I'm like hell yeah, because you know. Well, because, but then, but what does it is the shields. It's like now guns don't make sense because you have technology that blocks fast moving stuff really easily, so it makes guns obsolete. Well, it's also just cooler when you have people who have guns going up against the guy with the sword, and the guy with the sword wins. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a great point, man. I didn't even think about that. Well, like, because, you know, as us, like, watching a movie, you want to pick it apart, and you go, like, yeah, the future, they should have guns. And you're like, well, yeah. no, they have technology that makes them, yeah, obsolete. 
You got you got much else to say right now, or you want to kind of no no? Bounce I think we're all. I, uh, I, I hate that was just on me. We should just well yeah. no. I'm, we're going we're going yeah, in, okay, in cool. for so yeah. Tyler, what did you think of Dune? Well, uh, first off, uh, I'm back from my phone call. Thank you for letting me uh, <laughs> take that. That was Landon Norman. Um, <laughs> Almost freaked out. I'm like, wait, <laughs> you talking the same Landon <laughs> set up here? Yeah. No. Um, so uh, you met him at the party. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mentioned that I was in the middle of this podcast with you, you guys and uh and he said wait bj and luke are there right now and i was like yeah and he's like dude i think i became their guardian angel at the party yeah no he i, I was i was drunk it's the same guy that i remember i was drunk and, and he i was like it's like i don't because i went out to the bonfire and i'm like i don't know i'm drunk enough. it was a fire yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a really that's, nice bonfire. That's birthday was awesome. <laughs> it was. No, um, I, I I like said like you know I'm drunk enough to I might fall in this fire and and I just a hand hits me on the shoulder. He goes, "Don't worry, I got you." And I'm, and I'm like, "You're like my guardian angel." I'm like, "I am." And that was like wow. that was one that's, thing I remember. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, it was yeah. landing. Is he well? So he, I said, "Well, do you have anything you want me to tell the guys when I go back there?" And uh, if it's okay with me saying inappropriate things on here, yeah, um, it is usually. <laughs> he said, "Make, uh, make sure, make sure, talk in your mic for this yeah, one. I want, I want yeah. the audience to hear this." Yeah. Well, uh, he said uh, he he was quiet for a second, um, and I said, "Are you still there?" And he said, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, "I'm sorry, I'm being so dramatic, but he said to the that stage. The, the fattest wieners." Are, are the good ones. He said, they'll know what I'm talking about. And I assume he's talking about Matt's wiener. Probably. Either that or BJ's wiener. I don't remember any of the party, so I'm really worried that this has some kind of significance that I'm not catching. Come on. You remember it, right? Yeah, BJ. I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm going to be real. Like, that party, I, I like, just... Like I, I even like don't remember a lot of it. I remember more than BJ, but you I had a good time. Oh, it was a, it was a great time. But yeah, uh, what, what okay, did you, so Dune, Dune, uh, which by the way, um, I had not read the books. I had not seen the first movies. Uh, you know, I had no prior information other than the trailer um, and uh, any information that Matt gave me on the ride over there. Uh, but he was like, "Hey, man." Watch this trailer. This movie's gonna be awesome. And I was like, all right, whatever. But then when I sat down I in I that like just first like... scene, and Matt, you weren't you didn't even see it. Yeah, you, I, I yeah, know, you dipped I, out. I, you, you remember you, you the fact there. that I was like, hey man, we're going to the movies, you're coming. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I have all right, I'll Venmo you. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. But yeah. but shit, that first scene in IMAX, when when you saw the magnitude of the shots where where things seemed so big and I, I loved that that they were so intentional about that with with certain shots where like you're like shit that's a big ship or or that's a lot of troops like how many of them there they are they do a good job with a sense of scale yes like exactly. the the one scene with uh paul and the bodyguard over the sandworm as they're flying yes where it's like they're looking at this huge thing huge. it's like oh fuck yeah do a good job with scale absolutely and, and and then also in IMAX having the the sound and you know how big the screen is. I mean, it was just 
<laughs> I mean, afterwards we were talking about it and, uh, and Matt said, <laughs> that was a spiritual experience. And I was like, man, I'm changed. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be the same ever again. That was incredible. Like, wow. So I'm, I'm really inspired to go and read the books and maybe watch the first ones if I'm feeling, uh, uh, brave enough to, to brave through that it's definitely an experience because i had seen the i i I'd, i hadn't seen the first one except just through clips and stuff and then because i remember i remember uh we were talking about doing like way way back when kevin was still here and kevin was talking like yeah i saw the old movie before and i i had like because of that i had just seen clips on youtube and i'm like yeah it's just it's a 70s sci-fi well, so yeah you want, so the story behind that is we went to mckay's and as we do in mckay's we're just looking at stuff and kevin found a movie that movie said dune and it was said like it was he, he had like never heard of it before and he just like read the back and he was like yeah this looks like because we loved picking up like old retro sci-fi movies that were kind of awful and we, mm-hmm. we just loved doing that we have yeah. like four like have you guys seen crawl i have not no okay crawl is, <laughs> it's is legacy. A, a really it's like yeah retro they try to do it and it's awful you got flash gordon uh, yeah, so we have so we have a bunch of just really great retro '80s movies that are terrible. And so we picked up Dune, and we like started watching. He's like, "Hey, this, the concept of this is kind of cool. We should try watching it." And and we watched it, and we were like, "This is lame," but I kind of it was like it was enough to where we kind of like liked it though. We were like, "This is really cheesy, but like, I kind of like the idea and the thoughts of it. It was unique." Well, that must be. I think you probably got a better experience than I did going into it with having prior information and, and being like, wow, like they turned that into that. As, as someone who's read the book, I think they do a good job in the movie of like showing what this pl- the places look like. Like when you see house, like the House of Trades, like banners and all everybody's standing around, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's like a royal bloodline family type deal. And then like when you see this fucking sand planet yeah that looks about what you expect it to be they did a great job with that i guess i'll go next uh, of what i think about this movie i thought it was great but i was kind of predestined to like it because uh the director of this also did blade runner 2049 and i fucking love that movie and i'm i'm like I, d- I also just like stupid art house pretentious ass shit like this where it's like yeah this is definitely not for your general movie going person but I'll, I'll go in going yeah give me give me these wide shots of nothing happening because it looks fucking great give me this stuff because I, lo- I love this shit I, I'm willing to watch like I watch fucking French films that I, that I have to watch with subtitles because the directors are like legitimately really good because they're creative and they don't have that like I'm making a Hollywood movie that has action and all this it's like no let me let me, let me do some movie is art type shit and so I, I liked it. I love the characters. I think everybody acted really well. Uh, Zendaya is great for music videos. Um, Timothy Chim Chamalam is, I think, a really good lead actor. Surprisingly, yeah. So because I, I for the I, everybody kind of likes him, but like I for the most part, I haven't seen like a movie where with him in it that I've been like, hell yeah, this was, was that one. What's a couple of his other movies? I think. Um, what was the? Didn't he do Call Me by Your Name? Was that him or no? Right, I'm gonna look it up, but he he's been. I really like seeing him in in movies because, especially with this one, he he nailed. I think what um like what he's got a like. Chalamet. It's it's hard to to say, but like what he's done with Paul 
is uh yeah, call me by your name um he was in the king uh lady bird i don't know how where he was in interstellar oh i bet he was the boy yeah. He was uh he was in Hot Summer Nights and Lady Bird, yeah. He was in the new uh, the French Dispatch movie, which is the new Wes Anderson movie. I'm excited nice. about. Um, he was in Little Women. Oh yeah. Or gonna be or whatever that comes out or whatever it is. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this is kind of the first one that I've seen where it's like I feel like this is gonna be his like jet into more leading roles, like this because I think he did a good job so. of like the younger ki- kid, oops, younger kid like. The chosen one type thing, mm-hmm. which if you read the books, you know exactly like, wh- like this is more of a subversion of that, like doing the the series of the coming like the chosen one trope shit, because the first book is very much, oh Paul's the chosen one, and then you read more and you're like oh, oh, oh shit, and like you see more. So I'm I'm hoping they do more than just the first movie, the first book, because yeah, when you read the first book. Especially in part one, which is what they showed us, is uh, it's very much seems like the very just simple. That's another chosen one movie in sci-fi, so I'm very excited to see what they do with part two and if they do the next the next books. But I I, I thought it was a, a good a good film. BJ. So I've been thinking about this for the past literal week now. I've been like writing down notes and everything. I picked up the book so that I could talk about it a little more accurately. I'm not super far. They haven't even left Castle Caladan in the book where I'm at. Um, but he's taking the test and everything. Um, love is a strong word for a strong emotion. Um, and I try to carry that ideal with me through life. So without a doubt, I can confidently say that I fucking hated this movie. To the core of my being. No way. And every, <laughs> every minute of it felt like cock and ball torture in a bad way. No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. So, <laughs> get out of my house. So, when we left the movie, um, you guys might have taken notice that I was a little more quiet than everyone else in the circle. And that's because I was trying to figure out how anyone in the world could like this piece of shit that I just sat through. No you should have so, tell no. him what happened when so, we got in the car, Luke. We're all talking oh about be- <laughs> No, no, no. It's better. Hold on. No, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> Get out now. After all the talk? <laughs> after all the talk that we've been doing? I've been building. I've been you know, waiting so for this moment. No, there, there, so long, it's been a week. There we've been there talking about reason. it for a week. <laughs> so this is the reason why we were going in turns. Damn it. Because I've known about his oh. feelings this whole time. And so I'm like, you're going last. You're a bastard, and you're <laughs> blown away. So when when we got finished with the movie theater, you know, we're all talking about and it. Like you, us, eyes. us three were like, y'all, this is a fucking. Oh well, yeah, we movie. were with other people, and everybody else was like, everybody's great. So when I got in the car, I asked BJ, "So what do you think?" And immediately it was, "Oh my gosh, that was the worst thing I've seen." Like I kid you not, <gasps> this man got. I I was like, whoa. So yeah, he he did not like uh, the movie. I, you, I gotta gotta hear more. So, yeah, so give give the yeah, full because yeah, there's, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no method to his madness. Okay, as a bit of a preamble, I was a little bit drunk. I chugged a couple of beers at Drake's and I took a couple of hits off of the spice pin on the way into the theater. <laughs> the spice was necessary to watch that movie. It was, but um, it 
every moment felt like I was either sitting in a dark room with someone whispering into both ears or standing directly on top of the sun with someone yelling at me. And I couldn't couldn't absorb any of the lore because of all these external factors of just the the skin on my eyes peeling off from the bright whiteness of the screen. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet's whiteness reflecting the whiteness. Um... Zendaya didn't do a goddamn thing in this whole movie except turn around at the last moment and go, don't worry, there's a part two. And, uh... <laughs> okay, at least, can you just... Can I... I'm gonna interrupt you. That's so true, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you like... Did you like... Are you liking the book? I'm I'm absolutely adoring the book so far. So I had I said this to BJ before, and like the reason I think the reason I the reason I I knew like when he said he didn't like it, I'm like okay, the movie is very clearly if you have never experienced Dune, I feel like you you were different where it's like you're more of like you were very much like creatively inclined anyway, like with music and things like that. That I feel like for you it was like oh you kind of just get art and get things like that more. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas like me and BJ are more gaming people anyway. Yeah. And, like, the only reason I like movies is because, like, there was a point in, like, high school where I was, like, I was that pretentious film snob. Yeah. And then thankfully grew out of that. Um, <laughs> we, we all went through high school. I, I told BJ, I was, like, I, I bet if you read the books, you'd like it because the book goes through more detail through the emotions of the characters. So, in the, in the movie, you kind of have to experience that all through the characters, whereas the book is very descriptive. It, it will it will like you will not be confused with anything because the book is both subtle and very much not subtle in a lot of the ways that it talks about a character and things that are happening and so on and so forth. So I told him, like, I bet you would love the book more. And then I, I even said, once you read the book, try watching the movie again and see what you think afterward. So, but yeah, I it was it was so funny hearing that after like everybody wow. was praising it and this man going like oh my gosh did we watch Wait. the same movie <laughs> I I, th- I need more I need more reasoning we both have been sitting on this secret for a full week I know but I know he's I know I know he's got more to say yeah so I, I know it. there was a point in the movie where I just couldn't take it anymore and I had to stand up because it felt just like absolutely nothing was going on so I went to the lobby sat like in the bathroom by myself for a couple of minutes uh ordered some tots so that i'd have something to look forward to in this viewing experience that, i remember that i we were joked tyler when somebody came in with a bag of food tyler and i were like oh 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 that's that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's for me that's for me and then the lady started coming up towards us and we were like what <laughs> and then she started walking down the aisle and i was like no 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 <laughs> I was just joking. And then she kept going and then she handed it to you. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I definitely thought I was about to take somebody else's food that I was like, it's mine. <laughs> I wish you would have. I that wish I would. Yeah, now, I, I do now wish I took your food. <laughs> I Maybe. remember that happening. Um, I, I spent a lot of the time sitting in that theater, looking at that screen and just wondering what that Clifford movie was going to be like. <laughs> um, the the characters, especially Jessica, that's the one that I'm most attached to in the book right now, Paul's mother. Um, she seems to be like the emotional core of the plot so far. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, she's just there for a lot of it. <laughs> and I, I didn't know why. They could have killed her with uh, old dad there and nothing would have changed to me. 
Um, there's not a lot of like actual. I couldn't see. They were probably trying to portray how characters felt with their actions and facial expressions and everything, but I could not glean that at all, except for the scene where it's like 10 minutes of Paul walking on the beach and touching water. Um, that was very heavy handed to me. Uh, but you know, it was some kind of emotion that I could get from this. I, um, I, I will say, yeah, the, like, like I said, with the book kind of detailing a lot, Paul's mother is very much the more so the protagonist. Hmm of Dune than Paul is, even though he's like the center character. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of it is through her saying like her, like the author going, yeah, Paul's mom is realizing this or she's doing like they, they do a lot of times where they will tell you yeah. Paul's mother's reaction to things versus Paul's reaction or someone else's reaction because of just, yeah, how important she is. Cause yeah, she's one of those like freaky witch girls. Well, yeah. I will say without having any context and watching that for the first half of the movie I couldn't decide whether or not the mom was a good person or not whether I could trust her in, in uh, the books it's very clear yeah more so because it's like the way she reacts is more about like as a concerned mother and and in yeah in the movie it's it yeah I can kind of see where you could get the idea that like is she on his side well I was also like I don't I don't know well also the the whole first half of the movie is all one perspective you only get uh the the perspective of the uh yeah paul uh well and you don't even get the the the, what's the name of the people the atreides Uh, the 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 royal family yes uh well no 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 oh the 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 iraqians yeah yes the fremen sorry yeah you don't get any of that side of the story and uh and i wish uh there would have been more of that i guess which maybe that's coming in the next couple movies. I don't know. Well, so the I think right now the plan because they've they've officially announced they're doing a part two. Yeah. So we will get us finished to the the book of Dune. Whether they do the sequel books is a whole another story, but they are going to finish book one. Uh, so I'm 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 excited for that. I'm I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Matt's going to go see it. Oh, BJ I think, might. I think we should. Uh, do BJ's going to stay home. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. We'll just. Not, just <laughs> We won't invite people. Just call me after and tell me what you no, thought. No, I'm going to keep my my special, intimate thoughts and feelings t- to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never opening up to you. <laughs> no, like it's, it's such fun. It was so funny hearing that. Broke my heart. <laughs> no, but like I mean, you I, know, I remember. I remember looking over because we sat right next to each other. And yeah, I remember looking right. over at you and being like. Isn't this so cool? I was trying. I was and, trying so and you, hard. And to... you looked at me, and you just smiled, and you were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, "And I was like, I was like, man, I think he's. I think that spice has gotten to him, and his eyes turned blue." <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and then "Bro, he going, ha, ha. <laughs> I remember and then my eyes were blue. <laughs> I remember when when we were going to see this at first. BJ was like, "I don't want to see some pretentious ass sci fi film with." With some weird chanting in the background and shit like that, and, and I was like, "Well, no, Matt's paying for the tickets." Well, now fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I think Matt already bought the tickets." He's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I did. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I knew. Like, I'm, I'm glad we got all the opinions out of the way because we now can have a little bit more of a discussion. But like, what do you, so BJ with with what you've seen of the movie and your opinion on it? What do you think are, in your opinion, any of the strengths this movie had? 
or the, was there any for you? The costume design by far is some of the best that I've seen. Um, like the the little details are really what it comes down to. And despite being blinded every second of this movie, um, it really <laughs> it really did a good job at showing off like the small details. And uh, I felt like it was functional to that world. Um, the costumes and it made it feel more real. Um, so yeah, that the costume design, uh, the score sometimes was okay. I, I'll, 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 I'll one up on the costume design and just say the art style in general for this movie. I, I like the sandworms too. The, the way they made everything look from, from yeah, like those the, are pretty dope from the weapons yeah, to the, 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 the cool shield to the way the voice worked in like how they designed that shot. Like, the first shot we see of like an actual person using the voice, not Paul trying, where it's like all of a sudden you see like he's standing at the door and you get like she tells him to come here or whatever. And he's like kind of blinks and all of a sudden he's there. Yeah. How they because the, it's so because the whole thing is like it, it forces it like if it. And so you're like, how does a voice for and then how it does that where it like it, it like it kind of it's like he blacks out, like he loses consciousness and then just appears in front of her. Which is a, it is just a really cool artsy way of of showing like involuntarily, you know. They definitely nailed kind of the look that I I kind of figured from the book is like yeah like when you read when you read you kind of have your own kind of style in your head of what you think these look like, and then watching this movie I now like to me is now like yeah that's what I think of when I think of Dune. The way like the the sand like outfits to protect yourself that looks great. Every like I like that the house of Atreides like all anytime they were wearing their like royal garments, they still like looked like they looked regal enough that they still looked human because the Atreides are humans. So it was like okay, they still look human enough, but also kind of very royal and very like sci-fi at the same time. Um, I little, little thing that they kind of, they did kind of gloss over in the, in the movie that you kind of had to pick up on, but, uh, Paul's mother was not a, uh, not, not, uh, his, like the wife of the King. Yeah. She yeah, was a they, concubine. Yeah. yeah. And they Which, made that pretty clear. They, they made it like they, cause I, I didn't pick up on it until, uh, when they're in the bed and Oscar Isaac's character was like, I should have married you. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, Hey, and then, um, I it didn't I because I, I, I remember seeing when she came by with like the veil over her head and like all the like jewelry and stuff and I'm like I mean yeah I guess that's what the because I forgot that she was a concubine because mm-hmm. like yeah in the books they make that abundantly clear that like that they're not married this is a uh, this is one of like especially like other people kind of view like she's one of his like whores like they 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 make that out even though like he really isn't fucking around. He just kind of has her, but they won't let her, they won't let him marry her or some like there's political bullshit and stuff going around. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot. And the way they kind of, it wasn't until, yeah, he's like, I should have married you. And I'm like, oh fuck, right. Concubine. And then later someone says, did, uh, what, like we, we can't kill Paul or like just, or, or the, or, or his concubine or whatever the fuck they said. And that's when I was like, oh, now they said it like with 10 minutes left in the fucking they were movie. doing the, the hand test. Well, no. Well, did they say it then? I don't, I don't know. Was, was that what they were testing? I no, they were really the hand test was was them testing whether or not he um, had like self control. Yeah, because they because he he he's he also has some of the abilities of the uh, what are they called again? Ben Jesuit. Yeah, the, he has like the abilities of them. 
and he's supposed yep. to be the chosen one. So they had to make sure that one. They they had well because they tested him to make sure that he could control it and that and that he That's wouldn't why go she's off like, the like a caged animal cut off his own arm, and she was saying like, are you gonna react like a, an animal and like pull your hand out, or are you gonna like take it? Yeah, yeah, because not because it's she was like, can you control your powers? It's because it's, it's the thing with Paul is he now has to deal with the fact that he's gonna be the next in line for the Atreides like Empire type shit, and then he's got the Bene Gesserit's whole deal. And then, yeah, then they're talking about him like he's the next chosen one and shit like that. When he's kind of going, I don't fucking know what that means. Yeah. But another thing I, I wanted to bring up, too, was uh, the different characters. Because they they pretty much killed off the whole cast. That ensemble cast they had they're, set up. Stacked, they stacked. Yeah, they had a stacked cast. And they said, all right, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. You're out. No, none for, no sequels for you. And I, I, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. There's a lot, because I hadn't read Dune in a while. And so it was a lot of times where I forgot who lived, who died. I'm like, oh, right. Like, everybody. It literally was left to just Paul and his mother as, like, the actual, like, people left who are, like, important in House Atreides. What about, uh, well, okay. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, because Zendaya is still there. And then, like, yeah. the, like the, the Iraqians? Yeah, that's her name. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, them. They're still there, and like the the some of the famous actors from them. Um, but yeah, all of the like like it's like they have nine huge hitters. You have Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson. You have Fallout, Mission Impossible, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård. That he played the the main yeah. villain. Yeah, so. and then you have uh, Javier Bardem and then Dave Bautista and then Josh Brolin. Oh, fuck right. Dave Bautista was in this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see more of him in part two. We'll, we'll see more exciting. of him. And we're we're going to see more of Skarsgård in part two as well, which I hope they give that man's backstory because it's actually Javier fucked. Javier Bardem. Um, I love Javier. The, like, what's... what? Javier. The, the main, like, the main villain guy know, of, of, uh, of Dune, his backstory is fucked. Like oh. the, why he looks like the giant repulsive shit? Yeah, yeah, because it's so they, fucked. They, like cursed him. Yeah. No, well, it's more than that. Well, uh, it, or was it like poison or something? More. Well, it wasn't like the Bene Gesserit though. They like fucked it up. I mean, I could say it. Sure. Uh, pretty much, he got tricked into impregnating his own mother, and so then they were trying to create. Yeah, the chosen one, they were trying that. to create the chosen one, and he, in his rage, so the thing is, this this man is gay, so he doesn't like women. So he, but he, he did this thing with his mom so he could, you know, help his people. Uh-huh. Finds out that he got tricked. Was like, why would you do this to me? Rapes his own mother, kills her, and then gets punished by the Bene Gesserit. And he looks like a giant mutated gross freak. But apparently can fucking fly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. But yeah, they, they, the Dune series gets real fucking dark. And they don't, they don't shy away from some like really like, I would say even like gross shit that you don't want to hear about. But they're like, no, 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 shit, like, this shit happens. People go to extreme lengths to either get what they want or do what they want for what they believe in, even if it's, like, completely fucked up. They're like, no, no, no. Because, like, yeah, they were doing that shit for the Chosen One, right? And it's like, holy fuck, like, th- I'm very excited to see how how Timothy Chim Chamalama Ding Dong does in Timothy the sequel. Timothy Stallion. Timothy Stallion uh, does in the sequel. Because, like, Paul... Paul goes through some shit in, in the Dune story. And I'm very excited to see this man act through some, like, arguably some of the worst shit a character has to go through. Hmm. So, yeah. 
Uh, BG, you got anything more you want to say on this movie? <clears throat> and I guess now with you reading the books, like what you can compare? Um, yeah, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the test. Because in the movie, they just really kind of brush over it. Um, why she's actually doing the test and, you know, the, the heritage of the Ben Gesserit. Um, in the book, there's this whole thing where they have a conversation and, you know, it pretty much happens the way it does in the movie, but with more. Um, Paul puts his hand in the box. The, the line is the same. What's in there? Pain. Um, he makes it through the test, pulls it out. And he's pretty pissed off, understandably. Uh, she tells him in the book, um, this is a test to see if you were human. Humans and animals are different. And Paul's like, yeah, no shit. I'm not an animal. I'm a person. I have feet and stuff. And uh, she she goes on to say, well, no, like you may be of the human race, but you need to have a human soul to be a leader. Um, and then she, you know, gives him the the basic rundown of what he needs to be a leader. He doesn't really understand it yet, but, um, the, the conversation ends there. They kind of go on their way. The, the mother, I think is her name, uh, is there for a little while. Uh, you see Jessica's whole turmoil through all of this. And then, um, before she leaves, she has another conversation with Paul and Paul's like, so am I supposed to be this like Messiah character to you guys? And she's like, I don't know. It's possible. And then she just dips. So there's no certain terms of, oh, he is the chosen one. It's like, you know, you could be, or you might just fucking die in the desert. It The the books do a better job at kind of going, is Paul the chosen one? Versus the movies are very clear of like, no, 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 this, this is important. He's the guy. Because like, what I know about <clears throat> the books is like, they also like, they really show the experience of Paul's mom, like, mm. yeah, like kind of discovering that he he is and that it's this thing where it's like you know she's like kind of unsure of it and she's like maybe yeah and then she like she starts she knows his stuff and then like her like she has a transformation of being like okay and then yeah and then it ends up you know mm-hmm. and the story and i yeah I, like it's it's why i think the books definitely because and that's the the downside of putting something that's like it's it's why like and I'm gonna use a a shittier movie for as an example like the Hunger Games is a weird movie series to watch versus reading the book series because the books are all through Katniss's point of view mm-hmm. you you he, everything she experiences you hear her thoughts her feelings everything about it when you go watch the movie you see now not just her but you see the audience reactions the other characters reactions you see everything from everybody and it's kind of more than you need whereas it's the same thing here in the books you see a lot of Jessica's reaction to. Or the mother, whatever. Yeah, it's Jessica, right? Yeah, yeah. Jessica. I don't know why I, th- I, I can't... Yeah. Uh, you see her reaction to Paul kind of coming into his own and becoming something more. And in the movies, you see this a little bit in kind of how she reacts to, like, Paul doing some things. But a lot of it is very clearly, like... Yeah, the movies, it's Paul's the main character. Paul's the protagonist. Paul's the guy. In the books, it's... Yeah, Paul's the chosen one, but you don't kind of see that from Paul experiencing it necessarily from the mother realizing it. And I like that way better. So like, I, I still think I would choose the book as the preferred medium to want to understand the story than the movie. But yeah, no, the, yeah, like what he said, that entire scene in the movie versus the book, the book does give a bit more detail. And then the movie, it gives you enough detail to kind of leave you as the audience going, Ooh, what's going on? And like, Oh, what's going to happen next? So, but uh, 
The other thing, too, I wanted to get y'all's opinions on, uh, obviously, BJ thinks the planet's blinding white and just sand dunes. But, like, what did you actually think of, like, the world sure. they built? Because, sure. like... You should have worn sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. No, but, well, like, what did you think of Ara- Arrakis and, like, the... Not just the, like, the wide shots of a fucking desert, but, like, yeah, the, the architecture and the the way, like, you know, the buildings and the people who dress there and, like... The fucking uh, dragonfly helicopter things. I have I something to say about those. Oh, cool. <laughs> Matt's like, what? I'll, I'll wait for Matt to finish his thing. No, no. <laughs> I don't trust you. Yeah. Okay, Tell well, uh, there's this one part where they have to maneuver through a sandstorm in the dragonfly helicopter. And uh, there's a very clear point where it's like the wings are broken and two of them are out and one of them is stuck behind. One of them is just flown off. And they show it from above, and it's just a fucking cross. And at that moment, I rolled my eyes, slumped back in my seat, and said, I need to go now. And then I got up and left. That, the, there's a very, there <laughs> is a, there's a specific <laughs> reason yeah. as to why Paul's name is Paul. And it is biblical. It's like, yeah, this dude. I couldn't tell from the movie. It didn't <laughs> seem very shoved down my throat at all. No, Dune, Dune is very biblical in in kind of what it wants to tell because it, it is more of a. Uh, they definitely kind of try to talk more about like what they think of like organized religion and just like kind of the cult behavior some of these have as well and like how it you see the people in power kind of take that power to to you know to their head and become like way more than they probably should be and things like that. And yeah, like the, I'm, I'm trying not to like say it cause I don't want to spoil the book for you guys. Cause you haven't seen the yeah. second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not Which to say I, anything that I was gonna, I was gonna ask later on, like if you could tell me one thing about the second book, have you, has it, well, so this book. is so Dune is part one of oh oh okay. so it's okay. one book sorry, yeah sorry, wrong, this wrong is, well the second half is is definitely question. I think the second half of the book is probably going to be more enjoyable for yeah. a regular moviegoer because there's more I think there's more there to like kind of wrap your head around in story wise because yeah. yeah what we saw was literally the build up of the book yeah so like when what we end on is quite literally the like oh shit what what are we gonna do now yeah moment. And they end the movie on that of like, Paul's got a destiny and he just met Zendaya and all these other guys and we're now going and we're going to fight against the bad guys. And like, that's how they end the movie and the book. It's kind of the same vibe where it's like, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Like we're fucked. And what's Paul going to do now? And then you literally just turn the page and start reading to find out. Whereas we have to wait two years now. I'd say two. Yeah. Two years. So probably 2024. Well, that's long enough for me to read the books. I, I fully recommend reading the books if you haven't. Like, I I think the books are great. So, it's, it's been why it's hard for me to talk about this without wanting to go, yeah, but then this happens, and I'm like, fuck, don't say that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying not to spoil the second half for you guys. But, well, yeah, maybe, no, this maybe, is... Maybe this will uh, this will turn into, like, a, a book club thing. We'll, it's, we'll, we'll all go read the book. We'll, we'll do, we'll we'll do, we'll do a, a Dune book club. <laughs> Sounds fun. That's a fun, but I'd be a part of that book club. No, but uh, yeah, what, Matt, what do you, what else, anything you want to say like about the movie, like in general, like whether it be art style, sound design, anything else you kind of want to pinpoint? 
even like actors like like because i i will say like the i love the scene of uh the dad oscar isaac's character like with the cyanide pill pretty much of like him sacrificing himself and literally going i'm gonna take out as many you motherfuckers as i can and then yeah like the the i will say i i forgot i forgot about that and i was i mean you know the the spice yeah wink wink spice was hitting that night yeah it was but uh yeah i forgot about that and so that moment that was a big moment for me i i whoa they definitely, ke- they definitely kept. <laughs> they did a good job of keeping the doctor character well, kind I of a secret. Saw like the original, I was like, the dad's not gonna kill himself. He's he's gonna fight and beat and beat the guy while Paul's gonna beat everybody on the planet. Like they're both gonna work together and they're gonna beat each other, the bad guys in the respective locations. And that didn't happen. And I when I immediately was like, the dad just dies and kills himself what <laughs> yeah i think so, that's why he was my favorite character because it was the only <laughs> the only full character arc in that whole movie no, he, oh he my freaking God. knows that like he's not gonna make it out and he's like well i'm gonna take as many people down with me. well i also like, like, like that. the like the doctor uh dr ua yeah like his his whole thing was like look they promised me i could see my wife and then, like i i remember i like when he says like oh you'll you'll see her soon and then like yeah it kills him kind of yeah, Im- I, implying that, that i've already that killed your wife so, to me though i even though I, i've said i've loved everything that was trippy i was like you never trust a bad guy yeah. he's like oh you know it's like the freaking mob mob boss is like yes i will your your wife will be safe before i <laughs> kill both no. of you well <laughs> it, immediately know that your wife is not safe yeah well, like, yeah you get to, <laughs> your wife is already like, dead it doesn't matter movie what movie before. it is you can't trust him so they they uh <laughs> yeah i that i mean it's an old sci-fi novel so it's gonna have some trope I and mean, back then that was less of a trope and more of like kind of cool oh yeah i haven't not as i haven't seen that before i bet you that's been everywhere but it was less of like groaning like you know you're like oh the doctor I, 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 it, whatever. Didn't, it didn't make me mad i just you know any, so I, I, of course, I, I, I loved it. It I, and I, I just liked it for what it was. I think people today like analyzing like what does it mean. I was like, man, it's just a cool thing. It was cool. And I liked it. I'm about that. I think I, uh, I, uh, I've been dry bones. I've been longing for a new, uh, new thing to dive into. Uh, you know, I, I like Star Wars a lot. I watched all Clone Wars and like got really into Clone Wars for a while. And and I yeah, I like I like that shit. But uh, you know, this is this gets me excited. It's like, oh man, I might have a new thing to dive into for the next, you know, like ten years. Like I might have something to like really. I could really see them doing like, oh, if the Dune movie's good, we're gonna do the whole series or. Like, oh, well, you know, the movies didn't make a lot, but, you know, people really like it, so maybe we'll do something else. Like, they do an animated show, or, or they do yeah, something they else. Like, it's something, yeah. with HBO and be I like, just, all right, like we're going to do a series of the... Just a little smaller scale, I think that would be great. Yeah, I mean, it'd be... <laughs> <hey>. Less pretentious <laughs> art house movie shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. No, I, I, yeah, like... like it is I, an expansive universe, though. Like, I, I was looking for the books, and I found book one in several series that were in the Dune universe that were not Dune. Yeah. 
So there's a really? lot. Yeah, there's wow. there's books about the AI war. There's books about each house like said, that gets that, mentioned. That gets me excited. It's like, all right, shit, I'm, I might have something else other than Star Wars to yeah, like really dive into. There's yeah, well, I I've always because a lot of people like to say like this is the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi, and I'm like, I remember you telling me that Lord of the Rings is the more movie. of like an, an an adventure, right? Whereas Dune is more about the politics and the like subversions of things than it is about the adventure, because it's less of an adventure and more of a like revenge story, and like also, you know, because it it is the po- political you know stuff going on and uh the the sabotage that happens to Atreides yeah, they, they and all, also all, don't it, mention that like they also don't mention that that like so the houses aren't like they're they're just like groups of families that, that have been elected to kind of rule yeah but that there's an emperor and that the emperor like royally screwed the Atreides like it mm-hmm. was the ultimate backstab what he did he like pulled out the people and then sent them. He said, "Yeah, now you take this," and then sent the same people right back to just kill them all. Yeah, he and that's, them it's, hard. It's re- like and like they served the emperor for like they were you know the goody two shoes. They were like the Atreides family. It's like I would I would say like when people like to give like oh what is it like this is more like Space Game of Thrones than it is like a Lord of the Rings because of the houses and the politics and more of the like that side of the fantasy fence or the sci-fi fence than it is like Lord of the Rings. Like, like, like it's, it's like if it's more like if start like the star Wars media that goes more into what the Sith and the Jedi are mm-hmm. instead of like, Ooh, cool flashy lightsabers and shit where it's more about the, like the world that you're in instead of, Oh, look at this cool fight scene that's going to happen here in this big temple and look at the you know scenery and like it's more about the lore yeah and this is, has like dune has a lot of lore and like a lot of books you can read for this well and i'm, I'm also really excited about uh researching more about the the feminine uh, yeah. because i i uh i really like native american stories and, and history and all that shit I'm, I'm from west texas and so it's like you know, we were like right there where a lot of that stuff was going on. And so we all know a lot of random facts about that stuff. Uh, but this is like sci-fi Indian tribe that smokes weed. <laughs> it's like, oh man, those are my kind of people. <laughs> I, th- I think I might want to go be a part of this tribe or at least do some peyote with them or hey, something. Hey, you don't, don't want to get addicted to the spice. Oh man. Apparently, I, so I, I have green eyes already. I, from I, spice will kill you. And there's not a cure. Really? Yeah. So once you once you get addicted to spice, you're fucked. You have to keep taking spice, or you will die, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and and that I, I want to point out that's also yeah, the that main import right. of the galaxy. Like whoever runs spice, well, like it's, runs it's shit. Essentially oil. Yeah. It's just it's it's oil it that you can oil. get. High, well, yeah. I mean, you can get high off oil, I guess, too. But like, yeah. Well, but what is, how useful it is, is like, yeah. I mean, so it's oil, and like in the fact that it's like needed for everything, and everything revolves around it. Wars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like rich people is people have oil. Yeah. So it's like it is that, and well, it's also just so cool that like how they explain like space travel without computers you're like well how would they get do light speed like how would they travel far distance well they have like kind of like a light speed well but like in star wars what they don't really explain very well sorry is that like there are uh light speed freeways 
of well-known. That big, like, fucking tunnel thing they showed. That there's well-known. In Star Wars, there's, like, well-known paths that are safe to take in light speed that avoid asteroids and stuff. Because if you just go light speed in a direction, you could just crash right through something. It's not like you teleport and reaport. Like, you don't, like, teleport to a place. You're traveling in a straight line, and if you hit something... You're screwed. Yeah. And so they, what they do with the spice is like that's how you travel is you have somebody take a bunch of spice and then they like predict if the path you're gonna take is gonna kill you or not, essentially. Really? The, yeah. No, there is a lot of lore. Like this, is why I recommend the book because like wow. the movie. Yeah. So like they, yeah. So some they, so, so there's a guild he, called the Navigator was, Guild. When he had the the mask off and he inhaled. The spice. He was getting and, psychotropic and that, visions. The vision, the vision was letting him know whether or not he was going to survive. Well, remember, remember at the end of the movie, there was the vision of like of he got all st- the friend, and you yeah. thought the friend was the guy he had to fight. But that that was like a cool part. Is yeah, yeah. You yeah. thought, well, why yeah. did he kill the guy when he got visions of that? And he's like, that was the visions uh, of like yeah. what if like he followed that person, mm. and so but he realized that he got kept on seeing visions of him. Like, kind of being the Messiah when he was like followed Zendaya or Zendaya, yeah, whatever yeah. her. Well, like the, so, do you think? Uh, oh shit! I also uh, this is kind of off this, but like that uh that scene where like it's it's like the Vision Paul where he's in the suit of armor fighting. Oh, that was and cool! It's, like they fucking come out of the sand. That's the coolest shit, by the way. Like, I was, but so that's stoked. how they fight. I'm like, oh, that's so sick. I'm, I'm man, I'm so excited for y'all to either read the book or see the next movie because like, I got audiobook. Yeah, it's it's really good. I have the book, so if if you want to borrow it, uh, uh, I can yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. I will I will let Jeez. you borrow it because it, it. I remember I remember buying because I I had. They used to teach this shit in school. Like they actually used to. You could re, like they would read Dune in school. Really? Yeah, in like high schools. But like I'm, I'm mad that I'm I was not in the high school that did because like yeah I could imagine me being like super into this shit in like high school. Yeah, like if we go, uh, we're gonna read Dune yeah. and be like, what the fuck? Because like. That's what happened with me with uh, Ayn Rand's anthem. When I read that in high school, I was like, "This is the dopest shit I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I think Dune's a good movie. Obviously, BJ has his things. Like I, that's why I told him to read the book because I knew he would at least enjoy the story and mm-hmm. the world. That the movies are definitely there to kind of give you a more like digestible version. Yeah. Because yeah, the books go into a lot of detail. Mm. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's a pretty thick one too. It's like nice, yeah, that. So, but yeah, yeah. awesome. Anything else anyone wants to say about Dune before we wrap up? Yeah, it's really good. Fuck you, BJ. <laughs> um, I had something else to say and I cannot recall it now. Uh fuck. I don't know. I'll go. I don't like the way the the voice sounds i think they they could have done that better really yeah I, 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 is that the audio engineer in you going no, no. <laughs> maybe i don't know but it's 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 like <laughs> you know it's like it's kind of weird you, you need this you need this we'll show you what the voice sounded like in the old dune because that shit was yeah they whack made, i mean we're really, trying to make yeah. it like a, a like it just is a hard thing to to turn into real life like it's a hard in a sci-fi that's written in a book, you could just imagine it yourself, and you're like, it's and it's a, perfect it's a, because it's coming from well, it's your like, own yeah, mind. Yeah, it's like it's a voice that you can control others with, but it's also like it's mental too. So it's it, it, like you hear it, but it, you also like 
mentally like it's just and to try to put that in is just hard and so coming from old dune which was like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen yeah to this i was like well that's cool it's it's also it's that is definitely one of those things that is very hard to translate because yeah it's like in your head you can make it sound and look as cool as you fucking want it to be but then when you have to like translate that to okay now i gotta show this to an audience of a shit ton of people and sell it Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot harder. Which yeah, back in the seventies, was stupid. Yeah. Same with the fucking shields, where yeah. they just look like block characters. It's like yeah, this is fucking they look dumb. Like Minecraft characters. And then like in the new one, it's just a little like like phase. That was the coolest, by the way. And then when you see like when it gets red, it's like oh, that's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. Like that. That's like the oh, it's so cool. Like I like that's why I like like I can definitely understand where BJ is coming from because like. I love 2049 when I saw it, but I had a friend that I saw it with very similar to how BJ reacted. What the fuck kind of pretentious asshole shit is this? And I'm like, I can understand where you're coming from because these movies are very much, the director is very much a like, like his favorite movies are like apocalypse now and shit like that, where he's very much into like movies and cinema as opposed to like making a blockbuster action thing. So, but yeah, uh, I remember what I was going to say. Now. Okay. Since you said director, it kind of brought it all back. Mm. Um, as I was watching it, I kind of tried to imagine what the director might be as a person in my head because I started to hate them very much. And I just imagined a first semester art school student that watched Star Wars for the first time and said, I could do this and make it art. And that's my conclusion. It's just like wow. <laughs> you're you're standing. I was, as, I was wow. pointing to my dog to get out. Oh, okay, <laughs> and he listened. He was, a good dog. I was gonna say I thought I thought you were pointing to BJ, but like no. just get the fuck yeah, out. That's right. Stop talking. Just get the fuck out. No. Uh, anything you want? Any closing thoughts, Matt? Hey, I liked it. It's a movie that I liked. Yeah, yeah. I'm Not excited much. Excited to read the book. It's it's you know I could break it down, but I just enjoyed it. That was really it. It's hard to emote those feelings, but I enjoyed it. So I think and I don't hate BJ for not liking it. I just just disappointed. It's more that I'm sad that we can't share and joy together. How about that? Once you know, once I'm done do, with do the get, first, do you get book, that though. That's that's I, what, that's I, what I'm, I'm sad. I feel that in okay. my soul. I actually kind of love that he doesn't like it because that that brings a new level to this for for us. Because shut. Unplug him. Think about it. Because otherwise we would all just be sitting here being like jacking each other off. Yeah, that movie was the but now it's like, all right, well let's let's actually stop and think why do we like it and why don't we like it? And like case in point, this is now because because everybody's gonna read the books, I'm gonna reread it again. Like and so we're all gonna have that moment of like, well now we have more knowledge, more things. Because BJ likes the story so far. He's just the movie was the thing. So I'm very excited to see what we all think like as we're reading the books or rereading and as you guys get further and like stuff like that. Cause yeah, it's, I think Dune is great as a story. Yeah. I, I understand. I, and I completely understand how some people don't like it. Same with the movie because like, yeah, it's very much targeting a specific audience of like moviegoers and like sci-fi fans mm-hmm. and BJ just not that fan. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, after watching it, like, okay. Yeah, he's, I was kind of hyped with everybody, everybody else, and like, yeah, thinking about BJ's reaction, I'm like, yeah, he's not really that type of like moviegoer. 
So like I kind of got it, yeah. And it's and I'm kind of with with uh, with Tyler on this. I think this is gonna bring like a lot more like because now we can talk about as he's reading the book what he thinks the movie could have done better, could have done worse, and like compare the two. Whereas for like you and like for you and me, we li- we liked it a lot. Same with Tyler. We're just, we're probably mostly gonna be like, yeah, no, like they translate it really well because our opinion on the on the movies really good and like i i like i think it does a great job with some things that i i i'm, I'm definitely gonna be the more the middle ground right now where you love the movie you didn't like the movie but i've had both the movie and the book completely and so i'm like i can kind of get where both of you come from on both sides well yeah. i i've also learned with like well said movie book like books and movie kind of combos it's it's really hard to to try to hold up a light to both like to mm. try to compare like yeah um, that's what this whole and so that's why it's like if, if if you read the book and you love the book, then get that enjoyment out of the book. Like, that's okay. Like, and and it's, I mean the same with I've done, like I'm that I feel a lot of that with like Lord of the Rings stuff. I've read all the main literature, like Hobbit, Silmarillion trilogy, all that kind of stuff, to know my way around it and and to, to hold the light to both. Uh, to me, it's just like it's hard to compare, contrast, and. Um, and there are, but then there are other things that you like, you go like, yeah, like something that maybe just was completely lost in translation. And there you go like, well, there the book just had it. Well, and I, and I like, and like, I think I liked it. The, what I'm saying though is like, I think I really liked the movie for like the artsy stuff. Yeah. And I, and that I can admit total artsy. I just was like, I fell in love with the experience of, mm. of being in that gallery of yeah. it, just a visual and like audio, just entertainment. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's what I brought up with, like, and this with a lot of things, but like I said with Hunger Games, it's like, the books are all through Katniss's perspective, and so you get all of her emotions and her things. The movies are like, well, we gotta make it a spectacle, and you get everybody's reaction, you get to hear everything, it kind of dims what the books hold, because there's like, you know, in Hunger Games, when characters die, you get Katniss's reaction, and her emotional breakdown in some instances, and in the movie, it's like, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is crying. And I feel that, but like also that's all you kind of have to infer what she's feeling there. When is the book goes, Oh yeah, here's the anguish in word form. And you're like, Oh fuck, you know, and same, same thing like Lord of the Rings, reading Lord of the Rings is a totally different thing than watching the movies. The movies are great. I think they're per it's a perfect trilogy of cinema, but reading the book is definitely, this is where you're going to get everything out of it. And then like, then I also think that like, there's so much things that like, it's so hard to try to visualize something where then somebody who's like, I mean, in a movie, like a, a filmmaker's job is to like, is to do, is to put things in film to, to, and especially if it's of something, a book is like, that's a big job. And so I to think put things into like, to, to bring them to life visually can be a really amazing thing for a lot of people. That is like a way for them to be like, that is an amazing depiction of something that is like really an awesome way of, of seeing something. And it's very hard to do with something this famous with such a legacy where so many people have read these things and imagined their perfect version of it in their mind and having someone like take that and try to match it to so many people's expectations. Well, and then you think about it, it's like, well, that's also just like that director's, it's his thing right. to kind of make movies like this. And you got yeah. like, well, what if, you know, somebody else made it? And well, like, I, I saw, I saw someone talk about ideas. this and I feel like, if you got another director, it would have been more akin to Star Wars because they just want to make a, a cool sci-fi movie. Whereas the director, and I cannot pronounce his last name or his name for the life of me. I His last name's like a French name, but uh, I have it up here. Hold on, just call him Doomboy. 
<laughs> no, it's uh, mm-hmm. Dennis Villeneuve or whatever. Um, he he's very much about more of the shots and the sound and like character expression than he is about like action and things like that. That's why Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like I've the friend I went to go see said like there was a point in the movie he just got dizzy because of the way the shot was doing and the sound design kind of affected you. Mm. And like yeah, like I could totally understand. That's just what he does. He likes he wants you to feel shit without without a character telling you what to feel. He wants you to look at a screen and feel something and that's it. And the problem with that is that you have to be on his wavelength to understand what he's feeling. Yeah. And and that's that is the downside to that. Yeah. And, so and so I think I was I was able to really vibe well and other people are, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not mad about it. No. I was I'm not mad about PJ. I just I like to make a big fuss about it. So. But yeah, I, I'd say that's a good good area to end it on. We all have differing opinions, but we'll we'll definitely do another one with all four of us again when when I th- either I think all of us have finished the book mm-hmm. or whenever the next movie comes out, whatever. Uh, you'll hear us talk about doing more um, at some point. But yeah, uh, thank thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Matt and Tyler. Matt for letting us use the space, and then Tyler helping us get our audio working. Yeah. Tyler's the only reason we were able to record. Yeah, no, we. I, 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 I said this before. I was like, man, if me and BJ had just recorded a normal episode, we would have fucked. <laughs> so, well, um, hey, Ward, thanks for having me, man. I had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as always, guys, uh, go follow the Instagram. We post a lot there. With BJ posts a lot there. He runs that. Um, I do. Does a good job. Does a great job. Thank you. Still to this day, top post to me is the Sephiroth and Winnie the Pooh. Staring longingly in each other's eyes. Was that like last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago, I think. But yeah, um, as always, uh, (laughs) be a dick, don't be an asshole. And uh, BJ? Uh, Take it sleazy.